0: Gentlemen, boys, and girls, children of all ages, I am happy to announce the return of the best recruiting podcast in the game today. With that being said, Welcome to Hot on the Trail of Mr. Recruiter. My name is Peyton Burton, also known as Mr. Recruiter, and it has been a long time coming. The last show and only show I did was on March 29th of 2020. It's been seven long months since you heard me talk about anything college basketball recruiting related. And the reason is, it's pretty simple. Because COVID-19 happened. COVID-19 happened. The pandemic happened. Shut down basically every sport, Um, college basketball, like all high school, not high school, college basketball, um, uh, major league baseball, NBA all got shut down, soccer got shut down, I think maybe tennis, golf, a bunch of UFC got shut down for a little bit. So when that pandemic happened, basically shut the whole world down, including like high school ball, uh, AAU ball. And that's very important to me because that's what helps me, like, recruiting and giving, like, crystal ball predictions and stuff like that. Is because, like, there was no Geico Nationals that got canceled. If you guys know anything about Geico Nationals, it always happens on, like, the final full weekend <clears throat> of March Madness. So it's late in March, almost early April. And it's very entertaining. You have teams like IMG Academy in there, uh, La Lumiere, Oak Hill, Verde, and uh, you always have like top level, like top 25 recruits in there. I think a couple of years ago, you had like Cole Anthony, you had Isaiah Stewart, you had Keon Brooks Jr., you had um, Jamiah Robinson Earl from IMG Academy. You had a lot of top level talent. You had Kofi Cockburn for Oak Hill as long as Cole Anthony. So it's very important. That got canceled. Also, Nike UBL got canceled as well. You, If you guys know anything about Nike UBL, it always happens Like. at They have like three or four sessions. One of them is in Indianapolis. Me, Josh, and Tyler, we went there like two years ago and had a lot of fun. We saw like a bunch of recruits. A lot of recruits that's coming into this year, like guys like Shui Cooper, BJ Boston. Um, Who else was there? Who else did we see? We saw Bonnie James there. We saw, um, oh, my God, what is Dwayne Wade's son's name? Why can't I? Oh, Zaya Ray. We saw him there. Hunter Dickinson, Zion Hardman, uh, JT Thor, uh, Ethan Morton. We saw a lot of top-level recruits there, and it was a lot of fun. We saw the, At the time, we didn't know, but he was the new head coach for Michigan. We saw Jawan Howard there as well. So, big-time deal. That got canceled, unfortunately, so I did not get to go and watch all these top-level recruits for next year's class. So, that really hurt and i think high school i think recruiting got shut down for like a very long time like a deadline for recruiting got postponed or got put back a very very long time recruiting got shut down it's very unfortunate and i'm not going to put out a show i think i said this on the last episode of the main podcast i think i said that the reason i'm not doing the show because i don't want to force anything out that i can't really talk about because i'm not going to force a show that has nothing to talk about and nothing like that. And there has been recruits happening, has been commitments happening, especially over the last couple of weeks. There hasn't been anything going on in the transfer portal, but that doesn't mean anything because my, the main sh- part of the show is gonna be mainly recruiting and everything that's gonna happen. There's a lot of players you'd announce like the final five schools, top 10 schools, people going on visits, people actually committing, stuff like that. So this might be a short show, but nonetheless, I'm ready. The question is, are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? With that being said, I will be right back to talk about everything that's happening in the recruiting landscape over the past two weeks, over the past month, over the past three months. I'm going to let you guys know everything you've been waiting for. The return of the Best Recruiting Podcast is back. Mr. Recruiter is back and better than ever. I'll see you guys then. I'll tell you what, see if anybody knows, listen to rap music, especially in like the like basketball world, especially for high school basketball, I and mean, I grew up listening to We Ready by Archie Eversol. Uh, I know Josh did it as well. It's a very good song. You hear it a lot in like sports, basketball, and especially in football. And now right there is a bunch of... They had a, it was a high school football game, and they was in a pregame locker room, and they started chanting We Ready, and uh, it's very... It's very fun to watch. Like, it gave me goosebumps. Every time I hear it, it gets me pumped up. Like, I want to start playing basketball myself. Like, I want to get on the court and start playing a pickup game. Like, it gets me hyped up every time I hear it. Like, it doesn't matter what time of the day it is or what day it is. Like, it always gets me hyped when I'm hearing it. And that just got me in the mood to record, like, a banger of a show. So, I just had to play that for y'all. But anyways, I'm back. we here to do to talk about the recruiting, everything that's happened so far in the recruiting landscape over like the past couple of weeks. recruiting starting to get very, very hot once again, as it was before. And I cannot wait to get back and back back in my element, back where I'm best at. If anyone knows, anyone's been following the show or the main podcast, knows that I've been balls deep in recruiting since season one or since year one of everything college of basketball. I've evolved uh, I know I mentioned this in the first episode, which was like seven months ago. Which, if you haven't heard that, by the way, go ahead and go listen to it again before you listen to this show. Just so you can get a little gist of what the show is going to be about and stuff. That way, I don't have to explain it again. Because I really don't want to do that. So, go listen to the first show. I think it was March, what I say? March 29th of 2020. It was like seven months ago. So, go listen to that. But anyways, as I was saying, I've grown... In this recruiting world to at first I was just doing like stats for certain players then I started to give like top fives and announcing stuff like that to all and then I started giving my crystal ball predictions and I started getting a lot of them right so I have a pretty damn good track record of calling stuff before it happens it's one thing to call something after like a a media member like Evan Daniels or whoever like a big time media person whose balls deep in recruiting, like Evan Daniels is. He's the guy I basically look up to when it comes to recruiting. It's one thing to call it like after he calls it and just basically copies that. I've never done that. I've been calling stuff before he did. As matter of fact, a perfect example, when Cade Cunningham, who's obviously gonna be playing for Oklahoma State, probably gonna be like a top five player in the NBA draft next year, one of the best point guards in the nation, probably the best freshman coming in this year, for the 2020 class, without a doubt, actually, I'm gonna go ahead and mark, mark my words, he's the best freshman coming in, there's no doubt about that. I His whole recruiting, um, his whole recruiting was, led him to go to Oklahoma State, because his brother, I don't know if it was a step-brother, if his actual brother was like an assistant coach for Oklahoma State, and ever since then, I, I locked my crystal ball in Oklahoma State, and a lot of rumors, especially like the last couple weeks after Cade Cunningham did like a visit with Coach Cal, everybody started jumping on the Kentucky bandwagon. Josh jumped on it. Tim Foster, I think, jumped on it. Like all of these Kentucky fans started to get very excited because they thought they was going to get Cade Cunningham, especially since Evan Daniels, who's the main guy, like I said, is a guy I look up to when it comes to recruiting, like giving crystal ball predictions and stuff like that and covering recruiting. He locked in a crystal ball prediction for Kentucky. And he doesn't really, he has a pretty good track record as well. Obviously, he's been doing this way longer than I've been doing this. So i see why Josh and like a bunch of other people would start getting like very excited and thinking, because he really hasn't gotten anything wrong. I think he was actually perfect. I think he was like 20 for 20 when it came to the 2020 class at the time. And I said, fuck it. I'm sticking with my prediction, Oklahoma State. I have a really good feeling he's going to commit to state. I know the crystal ball changed to like 70% or 60% Kentucky, 40% Oklahoma State, and I stuck with it, and certainly not. The day of the Champions Classic, uh, November 5th of last year, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was the day of the Champions Classic, we was all at Tyler's house, we was watching games, I was watching Louisville, Miami, they was watching, I think Kansas and Duke tipped off first. So they was watching that, and I got a notification on my phone saying, Connie Canham committed Oklahoma State, and I laughed right in Josh's face and told him, like, I told you so. So ever since then, I've been getting all these – I have been missing some here recently. I have been missing a lot. I did once predict Jalen Green was going to commit to Auburn. He went to the G League. I predicted Josh Christopher was going to go to UCLA. He went to Arizona State, blah, blah, blah. Only ones I've been getting right here soon, I've got Greg Brown, he went to Texas, and I got, who else? I just had it down, I don't remember who I predicted right, uh, who was it, who was it? I can't think I'm on the top of my head, whatever, it doesn't really matter. But I have a high track record of getting all these recruiting, or crystal ball predictions, collects. So, let's go ahead and start off. Let's start off with the bang, shall we? 2021 Five Star, Charles Bidiaco will announce his final five schools on Saturday, this Saturday. His current top ten is Duke, Alabama, Memphis, Tennessee, Michigan, Texas, Baylor, Maryland, Ohio State, and USC. Very stout list. You have blue bloods like Duke on there. You have Michigan on there. You have talent. You have really good head coaches and, like, Penny Hardway from Memphis, Rick Barnes from Tennessee, John Howard for Michigan, Shaka Smart, you name it. I can see him going to any one of these schools, and I'll let you know later when it's time to do crystal ball predictions because I have some crystal ball that predictions that I'm going to do. So find out more later on Charles B- Bidiaco when you think I'll you'll think I'm predict he goes to. But next up, 2021 five star. Jabari Smith will announce his college decision this Friday. He is choosing between Georgia, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, Tennessee, Auburn, and LSU. Two ACC teams in Georgia Tech and North Carolina, and the last are SEC schools in Georgia, Auburn, and LSU. I'll talk more about him later, because I have a crystal ball projection for him as well. But, Jabari Smith, he's 6'10", 210 pounds. He's from Georgia, so maybe he'll stay in St. and go to Georgia? We'll see. All I know is, he can post up. He has a nice jump hook. He has a smooth stroke with range, so that's good. You know, stretch forward these days are really uh, modernized, like the game today. He rebounds the ball pretty well, and he's starting to make progress as a good win protector as well. So, and I think he's going to be like a first round pick when it comes to whenever he's time to go to the draft. Either way, whoever gets him is going to get a hell of a player who's going to work hard, who's going to clean up the glass, and he's going to be able to hit some jumpers as well. So, that would be nice for any of these five teams. I think one, two, three, four, five, six teams, excuse me. Whoever gets these, whoever gets a Jabari Smith will get a hell of a player. And he's a 2021 five star, so. That'll help no matter what. Make sure to tune into this decision. I don't know if he's going to do like an ESPN deal. I don't know how he's going to do it, or if he's going to ask Tippin to make him an edit or something. I don't know how he's going to do it, but you'll be fi- you'll be sure to find out as soon as he commits. I will be right there, breaking the case for all you guys, as I do, as Mr. Recruiter, because I'm the best. Moving on, 2021 four-star Ryan Matumbo. Has committed to Georgetown. This is no shock to me because he is the son of Hall of Famer Dikembe Matumbo. Dikembe Matumbo went to Georgetown as well. This is no shock to me. Ryan Matumbo is a great player. He's gonna do. He's not as good as his dad, especially when it comes to defensive side of the ball. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna be like a shot blocker that his dad was. But he's still gonna be a good solid piece for Georgetown. And I see Patrick Ewing utilizing him in a great way. And I think he can be a good player. I think he'll actually stay probably like a couple of years. Probably he might stay all four years. We'll see though. But Georgetown's getting a hell of a player though because they desperately need a guy like Ryan Matumbo, especially for next year's squad. Especially since this year they lost Mac McClung, they lost Akinjo, and not a good squad. And they're going to struggle this year. So they'll need Ryan Matumbo next year. Next up. 2021 four star Jakai Robinson has committed to Miami. He's ranked number 61 in top 24 uh, 7 sports national rankings. Miami now has the 12th ranked recruiting class for 2021. Robinson joins other four star Bensley Joseph, who's top 100 in the class, and three star Nassim Poplar, who's top 150 in the class. Jim Lornega. Uh, I know Steven Decker posted in the group a couple of days ago. Actually, was it today? I think it was. I think it was today. I think it's. Um, I think it was in the morning when he posted this. He talked about like his top ten coaches. That's on the. That's on the hot seat, and he had Jim Loriga in there somewhere, like middle no of the pack. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with him on that part, but Loriga, especially this year, hit. I think Miami has like a. He can finish like top five in the ACC. I think I had um. I could have pulled up my notes, but I think I have him, like, top seven in the ACC. <clears throat> I think they will be sneaky good this year, especially with Chris Likes. So I don't think he's on the hot seat. I think his job is safe. And then next year, he has, right now, like, a top 15 recruiting class coming in. So I don't see why they would give – they'd fire Loren Egger because he's a great coach. He's produced some great talent over the years. Chris Likes obviously, for this year. Um, who else was it? Oh, my God. He's in the NBA now. I cannot think of his name. He had that weird-ass hair. Uh, he had that weird ass hairdo. Oh my god! I am going to fight myself because I'm going to figure out. Th- I'm going to figure this out later once I search him up because I don't want to do it right now. But uh, oh, I remember he tore Louisville up. Who was that? I'm searching him up real quick because he had that weird ass haircut. He went to the San Antonio Spurs. Um, why can't I think of his damn name? He played for Miami. Oh my god! Hold on. Give me some time. here. Let me type this up real quick. Miami men's basketball team. I think he played a couple years ago. Uh, let's just say 2017. Because I don't remember what year he actually played. Uh, what's the roster at? Because as soon as I see his name, then I'm going to freak the fuck out. Because I know. I can't think of his name right now. Why am I drawing a blank on this? Uh Lonnie Walker. Thank God. Holy hell. I knew I could not think of his name to save my life. But yeah, Lonnie Walker, he tore up Louisville that year in like twenty seventeen. Hell of a player, so he's produced some great talent. Um Chris likes for this year. And I don't see that changing anything. I like Lonnie He's a good coach. So I don't think he's won the hot seat though. But I can see why Stephen Deck would say that. Um next up, twenty twenty one five star Caleb Houston will his final four scores on October seventh so be on the lookout for that 2021 four-star alex fudge will announce his college decision october 10th which is in three days because i'm recording this on the auto i'm recording a part of this on october 7th so october 8th on thursday he'll be he'll be announcing his college decision this saturday his top 10 includes alabama lsu arkansas florida usc uh, it says GT. I don't know if it's Georgia Tech or Georgetown. It's one of those teams. I probably sh- should look that up here in a minute. Uh, Texas, um, Central Florida, Texas A&M, and Georgia. So he has one, two, three, four, five, six SEC schools. One Pac-12. I don't know if that's Georgia Tech or Georgetown. I don't actually know. Um, and Texas and Central Florida. So high chance he goes to an SEC school since it's six out of his ten schools. But... I'll have a college prediction. I'll have a crystal ball prediction for him later as well. So be on the lookout for that. Next up, 2021 full-star Jordan Niesbitt has committed to Memphis. 2021 full-star John Camden has also committed to Memphis. Penny Hardaway is still staying hot in the recruiting chair. Obviously, last year he brought in, like a, I think it was a number one recruiting class. Actually, it was the number one recruiting class in the nation. Headlined by guys like Precious are Truer who's going to the NBA this year. Guys like obviously James Wiseman, who's the number one it was him and um Anthony Edwards. You can you can go back and forth and who you think was the number one coup coming in last year. I think some schools like 20, some sites like twenty four-seven had him had James Wiseman number one. Sites like ESPN Anthony Edwards number one. It's number one or two, you can flip flop on them. Obviously James Wiseman only played twelve games last year. But still, he had a stack recruiting class. And by the way, Memphis, don't sleep on Memphis this year. They don't get Landers Noly unless somehow he gets immediate eligibility since he transferred from Virginia Tech. If they get him, watch out for Memphis. If not, they still got all that freshman coming back besides the Chewer and Wiseman. So that's still going to be talented. But good pickups for Penny Hardaway. He's been kind of quiet in the 2021 trail. And picking up a couple four stars back to back is definitely going to help that class and definitely gonna keep him relevant, especially in the. Weak American Conference season. Next up, though, 2021 four-star Demarco Dunn is committed to North Carolina. There you go, Summer and Conrad and Sam and everyone else. who's North Carolina fans on the group, shout out to y'all. You're getting a good pickup there. Uh, 2022 five-star Jalen Duran has has been offered from by Arizona. Uh, high chance Arizona gets him, especially if Sean Miller bribes him by any way or cheats him anyway, which is very very likely. He'll probably get away with it too, he'll probably do a Bill South, until he, he'll probably pull like a Will Wade and say fuck the NCAA, Um, he'll probably get away with it as well, so don't be shocked there, um, moving on though, 2021 fall star, DeLon Holmes is down to his four schools, uh, he's a top 50 prospect, he has Arizona, California, Dayton, and Marquette. As of now, I do not have a crystal ball prediction on him yet, but once his recruiting, once he starts, once he announces, like, when he's going to commit, then I'll do more research on him and finally get a finalized crystal ball prediction. But right now, I have no clue. Two Pac-12 schools, Dayton and Marquette, either or, he's a good player. Any of those teams will be able to have him. Once again, he'll probably go to Arizona, though, because Arizona's cheating, and Sean Miller should not be coached. But it's a different story. Uh, this name is interesting. I'd love to see Cook name this guy. Because I don't don't know how to basically say it. Um, It looks easy, but, like, I don't want to fuck this up. So, 2021 four-star, Coke Yat, has committed you to Paul. I don't know if I said that name right. It's spelled K-O-K, and then his last name's Yat. I'm pretty sure I got that part right. I don't know if it's Coke. I'm not going to say the other word I want to say. Um, eh, fuck, it's my podcast. I don't know if it's coke or cock. I have no clue. It's about KOK. Um, sorry if you're listening to this, which you probably should be. Um, please DM me and let me know how to say your name. Guys, I don't want to be embarrassed by this. I don't want to become a cook. I don't have to be, get. I don't have to freaking be on, um, oh my god. Uh, Hooked on Phonics. Yeah, I had to think what it was. Uh, but, nonetheless, Nepal DePaul has now had the number four ranked recruiting class in the nation for 2021, which is huge! Especially in, like, the Big East. you think, like, teams like Villanova or Seton Hall or even Marquette would be up there, not Paul. No offense to DePaul fans if you're if you're a supporter of the Blue Demons, but it's kind of surprising that they have, like, a top five ranked recruiting class. As of now, I'm sure when the 2021 recruiting trail, like, starts to heat up, I'm sure they'll probably go down. But, still though, as of now, the number four going to recruiting class, four-star cook, yeah, coming to your club, or coming to your school, it's very, very huge. But, it's not as huge as this, because I have two huge commitments here, to end this off, or to end this segment off before I go into Crystal Ball Predictions and do, and answer a couple of questions. 2021 five-star Harrison Ingram has announced he is committing to stanford huge commitment for stanford as the pac-12 starting to get like a bunch of top-level recruits obviously coming up this year you have evan Mobley, who's the number one recruit in the nation coming to usc arizona always gets top-level recruits ucla has deshaun Nix coming in arizona state has josh christopher coming in so pac-12 starting to get like a bunch of these top-level recruits coming into their schools and this hasn't changed with Stanford as they're getting a hell of a player who will be able to defend and hit some shots as well. He has very good size to him. So Harrison Ingram fun to watch, and he'll be a good addition to that Stanford team next year. Next up, though, to, to end this off, to end the recruiting um, part of the show off, 2021 five-star J.D. Davidson has committed to Alabama. Huge commitment for Nate Oates, Alabama school. Um, Nate Oates is a hell of a coach and he always has he always gets these like five star talent I remember a couple years ago when he got Tevin Mack who obviously transferred to Clemson had one decent year for Alabama before he transferred to Clemson had an okay year but he's starting to get these five stars now and starting off with a hot recruiting class and I don't think he's done because J.D. Davidson posted on his Twitter like Bama fans we're not done yet so keep on the lookout and I have a spo- I, I, I'm not going to spoil it but I have a feeling what he's talking about later on in the show. Find out in Crystal Ball Predictions. Because the recruiting side of the show, or the recruiting part, is finished. There'll be more to come. But I'm going to go into a final break. And I'm going to come back and do Crystal Ball Predictions, which I only have like three of them right now. I don't have any, trans- I don't have any transfer portal numbers as of yet. Um... Not for like the 2021 class or anything like that. Nobody's transferring besides like the Hauser Bros, who obviously one of them went to Michigan State, the other went to Virginia. Um, not really anything else is happening in the transfer portal, so I'm not going to really talk about it. So going to skip over the transfer portal like I normally do. And after I go into break, I'm going to come back and do crystal ball predictions and crystal ball predictions. And what else? Oh, I got to do the mailbag segment, which. And by the way, if you have any more questions, make sure to send them into the show. Um, I only have, like, one question for this year or for this show, which is totally fine. I mean, it's better than nothing. But if you have, like, questions for, like, crystal ball predictions or certain players or, like, a certain team and, like, their team rankings, don't be afraid to ask. Um, anytime I'm going to announce I'm going to do a show, then I think I'm going to start doing this weekly, by the way, again. So, I'll, be, I'll definitely be more active when it comes to, like, doing crystal ball predictions and stuff like that. So, feel free to ask any questions if you have any questions that you want to be answered. So, anyways, hope you guys enjoyed that. I'll be right back to end the show and do crystal ball predictions and answer your question. So, stay tuned. I'll be back. To the top, ain't never gonna stop. To the top, to the top, ain't never gonna stop. I'm back I really hope you guys enjoyed that all like the recruiting news like I had to offer there um, hope you guys really enjoyed that it's been a long time coming um, I really enjoy talking about recruiting and like all the aspects that goes into recruiting like it's very intriguing stuff and I always enjoy to talk not everything but like college basketball related I'm not talking about like games and stuff like that The recruiting has always been like special to me because It's just so fun to watch. Like, it's so fun to watch, like, a new group of talent coming in to, like, who can maybe change a school, who can maybe make a school, whether he goes to a mid-major, whether he goes to, like, a top-level blue blood program like Duke, Kentucky, Carolina, or if he goes to, like, a mid-major like Murray State or Dayton or Davidson, whoever it is. It's just so fun to watch, like, all these players, especially when we get to watch them. Like, when we went to Nike what we a couple years ago, like, that was so fun. I had such a good experience watching that. And I took a lot of notes that day. And it's just fun, like, talking about recruiting because it's just, like, what I do. And I want to make this, like, a career, like, a second career besides doing, like, the main podcast. So, I really hope you guys enjoy that stuff because I know I do. So, moving on, though. To end this show, we're going to do... I have three crystal ball predictions that I want to talk about. Um... Three of them, three players, uh, I talked about earlier. Um, Jabari Smith. Uh, let me pull up. Where? Hold on. Let me pull up my notes. Where did I. Oh, yeah. He's announcing his college decision this far. Choosing between Georgia, Georgia Tech, Carolina, Tennessee, Auburn, and I will see him. I have him. And it's funny because I have a common theme between all of these schools, or all of these players that I'm giving predictions to. I think Jabari Smith goes to Auburn. I think he goes to Bruce Pearl's Auburn team and starts that recruiting class off hot. I think he has a g- tremendous year. I think he's gonna be able to score, get buckets, and huge fan of Bruce Pearl by the way. That's why if you listen to the SEC predictions, I gave him such high such high praise, especially on a team like everybody's sleeping on. I think he'll have a big year this year, and I think next year Jabari getting Jabari Smith would be a tremendous get for them, because he's a phenomenal player. Moving on though. Alex Fudge, let me pull him up real quick, where uh, announces his college season October 10th, top 10, Alabama, LSU, Arkansas, Florida, USC, Georgia Tech or Georgetown, don't know which one yet, Texas, Central Florida, Texas A&M and Georgia. Just like Jabari Smith going to Auburn, I think he stays in the SEC, but I think he goes to the other Tigers, I think he goes to Louisiana State University, aka LSU. I don't know how Will Wade's still coaching, he should not be coaching right now. Uh, I'm going to keep mentioning this until he's no longer a coach at LSU, which will probably be never. Um, not anytime soon, at least. So, getting Alex Fudge will be a great get for him and will really help that recruiting class next year get that one going. And I, I don't want to speak too much about this because Alex Fudge is a tremendous player and he deserves to go to a high level program like LSU that we be able to get the best out of him, which will Wade's a tremendous coach. But that scandal with him, Javante Smart. I don't know how Devonte Smart's still playing, and I don't know how Will Wade's still coaching. I'm gonna end that off on that. Final crystal ball prediction goes to Charles Bidiaco. Uh, I mentioned him. I think I started off the show with him. Yeah, 2021 five star Bidiaco announces final five, five schools on Saturday. Um, I only give crystal ball predictions. I normally do it when they're announcing like the commitment dates, but sometimes if I'm so certain on like a team that they're going to. I don't care if so I announce on the top five, top ten, or whatever, then I'll just go ahead and put a crystal ball prediction. And then by the way, this crystal ball prediction can change anytime. Normally I normally keep like the same crystal ball prediction so I can stay true and don't change. But sometimes there's exceptions to that. Like when Bryce Thompson committed to Kansas, I originally had him going to Oklahoma, and then I switched to Kansas for, like the last hour or, like an hour before his commitment because I had a bad phone by him going to Oklahoma. And I had a pretty good feeling that he was going to go to Kansas, which he ultimately did, which was a good decision on my part. But, just like LSU and Auburn, I'm staying in the Southern Eastern Conference. Charles Bidiaco joins J.D. Davidson, goes to Alabama. I think this is what J.D. Davidson was talking about when he's talked about like Alabama fans, don't be worried, or don't be, um, what did he say? He I don't remember his exact tweet, but he said, uh, there's more to come. I think that's what he said. And Charles Bidiaco be a tremendous player, a tremendous get from Nate Oates and him and J.D. Davidson and I think a couple other pieces who might come. That will be a tremendous class and watch out for Alabama next year. But that's it for the crystal ball predictions. Now I have a question from member Jesse Watts. It's not really a question, but he picked three players in the 2021 class. And I guess he wants to... I don't know if he wants me... I think he wants me to talk about them. Uh, He picked Chet Holgum, Jaden Hardy, and Musa Diabate. Um, Let's start with Chet Holgum because he's the number one player in uh, 24-7. He's a 7-foot center who weighs 190 pounds. Who's from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He's a phenomenal player. He can get buckets. I remember watching a YouTube video of him playing like a scrimmage against like Steph Curry and he was talking so much shit to Curry and Curry was just laughing. But the thing is he was giving Curry the business though. Curry had a him once and Chet Holgram shook him so bad, like it was rough. Like he can score, he can stroke from three being sudden foot. He reminds me a lot, like Chris Stapps Pozingis. Maybe not as big as Christoph Pozingas is, but both guys, tremendous shot blockers, can defend, but most importantly, they can stretch it out and hit the three when they need to, and them can definitely do that. As of now, because it's very early in his recruitment, he hasn't announced that he's committing anytime soon, but right now I have a very good feeling that he's going to um, Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is the place for him to go. Especially like a team like Gonzaga who loves to score, who loves to spread it out and shoot the bucket, or shoot the shot. Like he'll get so many looks playing for um Buckview's Gonzaga team. He actually he's actually going on the visit October 4th. I think after that visit he'll probably commit or announce his commitment date. But or who knows, maybe he stays in Minnesota, but I think Richard Bettino, I think this is his last year at Minnesota, so I don't know if he'll actually do that or not. Unless Minnesota has a tremendous year and saves Patino's job, which I don't think he will. I think Patino's gone after this year, which sucks to say because I like Richard Patino. Um, but, yeah, as of right now, no final crystal ball prediction yet until he announces his commitment date or I get more info. But I think Gonzaga is a very heavy favorite to land Chet Holcomb. Next up, though, talking about Jaden Harder. Um, he's a combo guard, 6'4", 190 pounds. He's a number four player. In the rankings in 2021. Tremendous player. Um, Let me check his timeline real quick. On 24-7 sports. Um, Nothing really. Yeah nothing really too special. As of right now. His crystal ball is 100% Kentucky. Which I can very very see. A possibility of him going to Kentucky. Which is probably why Jesse Watch asked that question. Because he's a Kentucky fan. Which is very understandable. But as of right now. Until he announces his commitment date, I'm not saying a damn thing. I think Kentucky could be a favorite. I also think UCLA could be a favorite because he's from Nevada. And Mick Cronin, I think, has a very good chance of getting Jaden Hardy. But who knows? We'll see. Either he goes, I am right now, I think it's between Kentucky and UCLA at the time. I'd probably go 60-40. I'd probably go 60-Kentucky-40 UCLA. But that can very well change. So, we'll see. But either way, he's a, he has very good size for being a combo guard. He has long arms. He has high athleticism. He can score. He's an efficient scorer from all three levels. He has impressive ball skills and vision. Um, he has great lateral quickness of guard both one and two positions. And I think he's been on a – he's improving his game like so much ever since his high school game that he can still improve his jumper and he can definitely finish better at the rim, but any or, no matter what, if he goes to UCLA, if he goes to Kentucky, phenomenal player. Um, definitely like the best combo guard when it comes to the 2021 class, in my opinion, at least. And final, Musa Diabate, uh, powerful at 6'10", 215 pounds. He's from Brandington. Florida uh, he goes to IMG Academy I'd mentioned IMG Academy at the start of the show talking about like a Geico Nationals and stuff like that Tremendous program when it comes to high school basketball IMG Academy is like one of the most pre- premier schools um, prep schools at least And Moussa Diabate is a phenomenal player. Like I said with the other two teams. I don't have any weeds on him I don't know where he's gonna go. I see Alabama on his list. Maybe he goes to Alabama. Right, so right now Um, Let me check his timeline real quick So I actually just checked that. Uh, May 6th of 2020, Arizona offered him, and then July 8th, Alabama offered him, and then September 8th, Kentucky offered him, so we'll see. But he has long arms. He's 6'9". He's a very good athlete who plays with aggression and competitive edge, which every player needs to have a competitive edge if you want to be successful. Uh, he He finishes well with contact, and... He's a high-level rebounder who goes out of his area to pursue the ball, and he has good shooting range, but not too good. Like I wouldn't trust him shooting a three comfortably, not yet at least. He's definitely not a playmaker, but he's a versatile. uh, He's a versatile defender, quality shot blocker, and has great potential as a high-energy defender. And he can rebound the ball very, very well. So, there's your scouting report on Musa Diabate. As of now, no crystal ball prediction. Not yet at least. No, actually, I don't think he even seem close. Uh, there's a tremendous level of schools that he could possibly go to. I don't have like any reads whatsoever. Not yet at least. But, I think that would do. I don't know how long this episode will be. Maybe about 40 minutes if I'm looking at this correctly. Once I get everything like, pieced together and shit like that. Um, this show will be posted probably... <clears throat> It'll probably be posted sometime later today. I'm recording this on October 7th. It's like 1 a.m. in the morning. It's like 1 in the morning. So I'll probably post this once I... I'll probably edit this right after I'm finished. And then post it later on today. Which will all be real, obviously. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I know it's been a long time coming. It's been seven long months since I've done anything recruiting related. I've talked about recruiting here and there, like, a couple shows we did in the past, like, the past couple of months, but nothing, like, two on death like I'm doing now. But I will be bringing this back full-time. This will be a weekly show. Um, I'm down to have any guests. If anybody wants to join or do a segment, um, talk about any – if you have any questions, be free to ask me because I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. When it comes to, like, Transfer Portal, Crystal Ball Predictions, um – or whatever the case may be. So feel free to ask. I'm always I'm all ears. and I'm glad to be doing this because it's the best recruiting podcast there is. And that's not a that, that's not an opinion. It's a fact. Just ask anyone. But with that being said, I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys did. Please give me feedback on this episode. It's been a while since I've done this. So maybe a little bit rusty, you know? Maybe it'll be a little bit lusty, but I'll get back in the groove of things and I'll get my shit together and this I'll start making this show better than what it was at the first episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Mr. Recruiter is out. I'll see you next week. Don't know when, but I'll see you next week. Peace.